Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 871, A Dusty Delivery, recorded live on October 28th, 2023. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla D. And we are back after two months. It's <laughs> been a long two months from my perspective because for those that haven't been around or haven't figured it out, uh, I'm a dad now, which is still kind of getting used to. But yeah. Insert dad joke here. <laughs> yes. Baby Storm, little dust devil, as Ace had recommended me calling him, was born August 31st. So, surprise, kind of came a little early. Yes, I'm a dad, and I already blame the kid. I mean, that's pretty, pretty standard, I feel like. But. So, yeah, lots going on there. Lots of Halo stuff happening between that time and now as well. We had several Halo events, including HCS Worlds happening. We have Season 5 now, which is a content overload. Not going to be able to hit everything tonight, so we'll just kind of hit some of the highlights as we're getting back into things. And Yeah. What, 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 should, I, what should I say? Well, I'll, I'll say this. It's definitely not easy <laughs> being a dad first time. No? Nope. Not at all. Have you figured out that instruction manual yet? There is no instruction manual. That's the problem. <laughs> sure. They gave it to you. It speaks baby. Yeah, well, I don't speak baby. See? I told you it was in the wrong language. <laughs> but we love him. He's he's cute. He's a little ball of chubby adorableness when he's not crying, which is a little bit less than it was at first, but it's still quite a bit. There are definitely days that are worse than others have had our fair shares of poopy diapers really poopy diapers and really 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 poopy bottoms when there's no diaper on there and it just keeps flowing like a river for five minutes straight we've both got peed on so far so we've we've reached that milestone and yeah his first few checkups have been great he's been gaining good weight he's at a good height so even though he was a preemie, he was 35 weeks in the day. He's doing really well. That's glad. That's good to hear. Yeah. And then sorry for those that are looking for pictures or wanting to see it. We, we are taking the route of not posting to social media. Or if we do, we were going to blot out his face just for privacy. But yeah. Trust me. He's cute. He looks just like every other baby out there. Bald. <laughs> He's not bald though. He's well, got a, not completely. He's got a good. He's got some fuzz. He's got a good set of hair. Oh no, you got to see some of these kids. <laughs> they come out and they they come out and they need a barber. He wasn't that bad, but he's he's got some good hair on him. That's for sure. And everyone keeps saying he looks like me a lot. Yeah, 
the only thing <laughs> everyone that we've shown it to it seems like the only thing that she, that he got from my wife is her skin tone and her nose so far. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, yeah. So that's again, we're all glad to see you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. A little bittersweet having to kind of hightail and run out at the end and then also have to cancel my trip out to HCS Worlds. That was a, a hard decision to make. Well, it was a good decision. You needed to be where you were. Yep. And I plan to be back there next year. Hoping everything t- turns out well there. Because at least there is a season three. They did announce that during Worlds. So happy to see that there's a season three. Nice to go back and see a lot of friends. Yeah. Anything else? I, I think I covered most of the stuff that's happening in my world. It's pretty much baby at at this point in the Pedigree household. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that pretty much covers everything you've been up to. Yeah. So how about you, GT? How's, <laughs> how's holding down the fort while I've been gone? We've been doing pretty good. Uh, in lieu of the podcast, I've been doing a Master Chief collection tonight, Throwback Thursdays. Very good. It's still frustrating. Although here lately, Master Chief Collection seems to be favoring SWAT. Usually it just favors Halo 3, but now it just favors SWAT. It's like, I'm, I must be in the odd rotation or something. I anyway, don't know what to tell you there. No, I've been having a lot of fun. We've been doing our, doing the regular game nights. Been having a lot of fun there with uh, Season 5 uh, and wrapping up Season 4. So... Very good. I can definitely tell who's been playing in the store. <laughs> there's a lot of content in there now with season five. Mm-hmm. And there's even more comment, uh, content coming from the forgers. There's all kinds of new AI maps. There's so firefight much. maps and even just regular, you know, regular multiplayer maps with some of the additions they've made with forge. Mm-hmm. A lot of snow canvases now. Or snow maps. Because now they have a snow canvas. There is so much content. I think the next podcast might have to be like going over some of the community content. Obviously, we'll talk about some of the the highlights that have come out since Season 5 dropped a couple weeks ago. But there's so much content. The Forge Falcons released their update to Halo Battle Royale, which Mm -hmm. some Battle Royale streamers have played it and... For those that know Tim the Tatman, loved it. So that's been getting some praise. We've got, I've seen a whole bunch of Forge tutorials come up lately, too. Oh yeah, yeah they've been they've been popping up everywhere. Yeah, someone made a. I've I've seen several like campaign level remakes. Actually, putting AI there, I, I forget who it is, but someone remade the first mission from Halo Three. Mm-hmm. In Halo Infinite Forge with yes. working AI. So it's still a little buggy, but it's it's working. Yeah, I mean for it it actually works really well for see seeing this is the first iteration of this. 343's really done a lot of behind the scenes work in getting the AI to move correctly and being able it giving the tools to the forgers to have the AI deal with odd maps with the ability to be able to climb over stuff and let them pathfind so that they, you know, they feel like they're, you know, another player. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to playing some of these campaign maps. 
There, there's so much stuff. Like, we're going to have to start branching out and finding lobbies to jump into because there's just so much content now. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I am behind. It's going to take a while to get back up to speed again. Yeah. Where should we start with, though? Because there's a whole lot to talk about. There's Season 5 content. There's some wrap-ups from Season 4. There's Worlds. Where, where should we start tonight? Start wherever you want. All right. Well, let's start with HCS and knock that out of the park. Because although we kind of follow it loosely, HCS Pro Talk, highly recommend them. Go check them out. They've had a whole series of podcasts from all the drama to all the recent events, team changes and whatnot. The Fort Worth event apparently went out, went off very well. It was done a whole lot better than the previous event. I think, what was it? Uh, it was uh, Space Station Gaming or someone else that had hosted the previous one and then Optic did the Fort Worth and apparently that was a blast. Uh, of course, Optic took the Fort Worth, which is the last qualifier. And then we had Halo Worlds, which FaZe actually came back and reset the bracket in the finals and beat out Optic 4-0 in the series. Wow. Four z- to to come from loser's bracket, reset the bracket, and then 4-0 them in the final, like, Optic must have just had an off day. Because that's mm-hmm. odd to hear, especially for Optic, with how much of a powerhouse Optic has been for the past, who knows how many years. So, Yeah, they've been pretty dom- dominant. That's for sure. It's nice to see new faces in there. It is. So, FaZe is the reigning champion now for the next year. The, the crown belongs to them until Worlds happens around next year. It'll be interesting to see what happens, especially yep. with the national teams. We saw some great progress throughout season two or year two. But yeah, season two of HCS and some international representation making it up the ranks. Hope to see more of that in the, the next year as things go. But in addition to the competitive stuff, we had plenty of stuff happening on the community stage. I have not watched everything that I wanted to yet. There were content creator panels. There were the cosplay judging and all that stuff. But the nice little icing on the cake for this year was uh, the voice actor of the Arbiter was there along with Steve Downs and Jen Taylor. Mm-hmm. Keith David, for those who don't know, a very prominent actor. And it's I think that's the first time all three of them have been in the same place at the same time. So I'm a little miffed that I had to cancel my plans to stay home with the baby, but that, yeah, that's really cool. wonder who, what they're going to do next year. Those three plus who's next. No, it's nice to see that they're still involved in it just with it, you know, within the community. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to have been up there to see it, but unfortunately that's beyond my means right to moment. Yeah. It's all good. One of these days, hopefully. It's also bittersweet because this is the first Worlds that I've missed since 343 has been actively involved with the Halo competitive scene. Since, Mm -hmm. what was the, um, gosh, what was the league? What was the company that ran it back in the Halo 4 days? Oh, um, 
busy since 2013, I think. Yeah. yeah. I- Basically, every world's event since 2013, I haven't missed until this one. So it was bittersweet. And even before then, before EGL, I think it was EGL. Before then, I had hit all the MLG Dallas events. Not every one of them was like the big one of the year, but I had done mm-hmm. like four MLG Dallas events. And then I did the last one, which was Reach before competitive Halo dropped off. And then it came back in with Halo 4. So it sucked to not go to a Halo competitive event this year. So, yeah. It'll just make next year all the more sweeter. It will. It definitely will. Uh, HCS World stuff, I think that's all the hot things I wanted to hit on. Yeah. Have lots of community stage streams to watch. Lots of competitive Halo to watch whenever I I get the time from uh, being a dad. But yeah, we'll leave it there. If you're into competitive stuff, again, if you want the detailed breakdown, Check out HTS Pro Talk. I think they had some guests on there as well. And let's talk about content wrap-up through Season 4. So there are plenty of Waypoint articles, plenty of new Forge stuff that came out because there was kind of a mid-to-late-season Forge update that really brought some cool stuff into the Forge palette and some other tools that they brought in. There were Two Forge features before the drop of the new season. Lots of campaign map remakes. Seems to be a theme there. There's lots of those remakes going on in, in Forge. Some inspiration from other Halo multiplayer maps going in there as well. Wait, they did. Oh, they've done, done Forge features every other week. I guess there's just that much. Jeez. Mm-hmm. There was it's a- been rather busy. Yep. Community spotlights for the last three months as well. Again, we're kind of behind the, the ball on those, so we'll get to those later if, if we need to. The last story shard for the Tenrai event came out. Duality. Uh, we'll probably go through those again at some point. And I th- all the other stuff, I think, is pretty much... Oh, yeah, there was the last intel for the infection stuff, too, that came out while we were out of doing the podcast. And then all the season five content. And oh boy, is there a lot of it. Mm-hmm. We've got a new mode and two new maps. We've got extraction from Halo 4, for those that mm-hmm. remember the extraction game mode. A lot of fun, a little underrated. It got some momentum in the competitive scene later on in its lifespan. Uh, it's a very fun mode. Has a lot of good tug of war potential. Very close gameplay as well at least i haven't played it since it came out i've only played it in um uh, pre-release builds but it definitely has those tense moments where you can like quickly get to things trying to convert it before it reaches the end and kind of reset the extraction node Mm -hmm. Uh, there's lots of kind of stalemates where it's going back and forth and back and forth and i think one of the times playing pre-release we had a point last for maybe four or five minutes before it actually converted (laughs) wow because we were just going back and forth that much have you had a chance to play it yet i have not played extraction yet i've been playing other playlists uh i have to admit i like them so far i like the changes they've made with the bandit oh the the evo bandit it just it feels better 
I've seen a little bit of love hate for that from I mean, different content wrong, creators. Some, there are there are some things that are still annoying about it, but I can actually get a kill with the stupid thing now. <laughs> I haven't quite figured it out yet. Between like, there's some cases where I feel like the Evo is definitely better at longer range because the the weird thing about the bandit for me at least is I always the, the assumption was it was the DMR so it was supposed to be comparing it to Halo 5 mm-hmm. it should have longer range than the BR right and then that role flipped in infinite mm-hmm. so now the bandit Evo seems like it's a little bit more long distance but then you lose that short distance that you're used to with the bandit that they introduced in infinite so it's Actually, I found that it's even better at the short to medium range. Just hit-firing it. Yeah. See, my biggest problem was it always always felt like it needed a scope to work right, to be accurate. I I just, it didn't feel good. I actually was better with the pistol than I was the bandit. Yeah. But with the the modifications to the bandit they've made, I've found that in the, I mean, not super short, but, you know, still within pistol range, uh, it feels a lot stabler. I mean, the shots just seem to go where you point them and they seem to connect better to me. I mean, for the most part, I do like it. I still have, yeah, I really haven't tried it at long range yet. Okay. Because basically, I, you know, it was, it was the bandit. It's, it's, you know, it wasn't a long range weapon. So, and that's kind of way I've gotten to feel about it. But like I said, I've been playing it on 4v4 maps and it feels good. It's still, you still, you have to adjust for it. It's not as forgiving as the BR is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did the original version. Very good. I'm still, well, I haven't played it with the new Bandit enough, I guess, to really kind of nail that in yet. Mm-hmm. So, something I got to work on. We have the two new maps. We have, oh, uh, where is it? There it is. First one is Prism, which is, I think, has that more Halo 2 map inspiration design where it's really environmental in the Halo universe. I feel like with Halo 4 and 5, it kind of lost some of that touch and reach just because of the specific forging areas. We got, and we saw a lot more of those. So Prism, fully purple. It is full of blamite. There are crystals on the wall that you can shoot and they will shoot out needles that will actually track to the nearest enemy so there are environmental effects uh in standard slayer they have one of the bumped up needlers as far as tracking and out damage output overall it's it's a hectic map it's a crazy map but it feels like a halo map mm-hmm. it they've done a they did a really good job with it some of the navigation was a little iffy at first but after you played a few times it feels like a really fun map to play on and then the other one is Forbidden, which is a very kind of Delta Halo inspired map. It's a lot of different tiers to it. A lot of, I want to say kind of 
ring around the rosy gameplay with mm-hmm. how the map is designed and laid out, but it it looks incredible. I haven't played it since pre-release, so I I don't know what changes they've made to the movement because some of the movements are was difficult, but I have to go and actually see what changes they've made, if any. Have you had a chance to play either of these? Uh, yeah, I've actually played both of them. I'm still learning them, so so far I'm enjoying them. And apparently there was an Easter egg that's already been found on Forbidden. If you hit seven different buttons throughout the map, there's a door that opens and there is a sandwich that you can wield as a weapon. <laughs> and if you get a kill with it, in the kill feed, it says you killed someone with the sandwich. Nice. I don't know if it was Mint Blintz or Duquesne or Unsubbered Guy or, or it's, I forget who, but someone posted a video about it on which buttons to hit. Or maybe Green Skull, actually. Oh, it was Green Skull. I saw it on his um, Instagram real field. Instagram real yeah. field. Yeah. I, I, I haven't even found the buttons. They're on I'm, the floor. I'm- I'm too too busy shooting people to look for buttons. Yeah. But give those maps a try. We'll see what the community has to say about them next week. We also have the Battle Pass. They've changed things up on how they are doing it for Season 5 a little bit. So instead of a 100-tier Battle Pass, we have a 50-tier Battle Pass. And they're doing a bit more to have more meaningful rewards. More rewards that are of better quality and content. Uh, There are going to be 20 tiers that are going to be the free tiers of the Battle Pass, and then there's 50 if you buy the actual Battle Pass. You still have the same system where you spend 100 credits to get it. If you complete the Battle Pass, you'll eventually earn 1,000 credits to purchase the next Battle Pass as well. There are some crazy new things in the Battle Pass. There's also a new Flood-inspired armor that's come out. There is uh, cross-core armor coatings now. That's fully rolled out. There's cross-core helmets that they've started to roll out as well. Uh, They've changed up how they're doing some of the operations as well with the Battle Pass. There's a free 20-tier reward track for all the operation passes. And then there's premium upgrades that you can use to, to... unlock extra content in those operation passes. So the operations are kind of like how the Tenrai event had its own separate battle pass and 10-tier structure. Well, now those operations have a 20-tier structure for the operation. The first one is Combined Arms, begins November 14th, and the second one is Winter Contingency 3, which will be December 19th. So we have these focused operations now instead of like the Tenrai event where it was, okay, we're having three of these throughout this entire season. Now there are specific operations with certain themes at certain times that aren't spanning different time windows, if that makes sense. That's a, that's a nice change. I think so. I think it'll be a little bit easier to kind of track and see, okay, this is coming here. I have this on to do it. This is coming here. It has a little bit better sense of knowing what's coming when, when you need to hop on to actually unlock something or Mm -hmm. or progress in something. Here's another fun thing. They finally released the Master Chief armor from the campaign. And you know what you have to do to get it? You have to get the hero rank. Yeah. 
It'll be a while before I get there. Same. Mintblitz said there was either six or 16, I forget which one, people that have achieved the hero rank so far in Infinite. Yeah. Sucks that you have to get hero rank to get that instead of, you know, completing the campaign on Legendary like every other Halo game has been in the past. But, hey, at least it's there now. And you can put any armor coding that you want on it, any of the effects. They took off the 117 on there so you can put your emblem on there. It's fully customizable how you want it to be with the Mjolnir armor, finally. Now if they can just get it to where I can have my emblem on the armor I use. That might uh, be something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. We've got new Forge stuff as well. We've got new canvases and objects. Of course, they're always adding new objects to Forge. And like you were mentioning earlier, I can't remember if it was in the show or before the show, a lot of winter maps that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Lots of Banished-type stuff. And there's also, finally, the Forge AI Toolkit, which brings campaign AI to Forge. Including the mini-bosses. Yep. Which has completely skyrocketed Forge over the last two weeks. Too bad you can't put on campaign skulls. Then you can just see how long you... How, how far you could shoot Tremonius with the tank gun. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if that ends up coming. That'd be a nice little little thing to add in there. Mm -hmm. So that's all the stuff with the season five content called Reckoning. Flood armor, new maps, new modes, new forge stuff. Heck, new forge stuff. New battle pass. Oh, there's also you can get battle pass XP and custom games now, too. Yeah. So you're not just restricted to matchmaking to get XP. I don't think you earn it as quickly, but it's definitely there. There's still a lot of details I have to go and <laughs> read up on some of the Season 5 stuff. Later on in Season 5, we're getting a few new things as well. We are getting Firefight King of the Hill. That ought to be interesting. I, I, I'm trying to... That's just going to be weird. It works. I'll just say that. It works. Well, I'm sure it does. I'm just... I'm, I'm imagining the concept of it, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be different. Not, mm. well, Actually, I mean, it's I the should... first time we've really had a firefight that had an objective. I mean, it, in the past, it's been just kill waves of enemies. You know, you didn't have to do something else to win the game. You just had to kill things. So now you've got to kill things and still capture a hill. So this thought it'd be interesting. Yep. Just keep your keep your mouth shut, Dust, before you do something you shouldn't. Yep. <laughs> all I can do is smile and nod right now. That's all I can do. But anyway, it's gonna be nice to it it'll be a nice change to the to the game types that are available. Something a little different. So I look forward to trying it. Yeah. We've also got a new piece of equipment called the repair field, which will act very similarly to the regen field from Halo 3. They couldn't come up with anything better than repair field. Sorry. There's reasons. Nope. I'm just going to say there's reasons. That's. <laughs> well, I know there's reasons, but really repair field. There's a reason it's called that. And it's, there's a reason why that's a very good name for it. Okay. Think, think, think a little bit more broader on what can be. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking of it. It's just really. Could you come up with some 
better. <laughs> anyway, Halo Gear for season five rewards is back as well. They're doing a set of pins again. I didn't buy any of the season four stuff. To me, that's just like in order to unlock stuff in the game, and then in order to be able to buy something seems a little. I mean, I, I, yeah. I guess I get a little bit, but it, it's just a little too much for me. There's also a backpack that you can purchase after you complete the 50 tier pass. Looks interesting. Lots of different things to put carabiners on. Yay, carabiners. Very utilitarian. And there's also some patches that you can purchase as well. All that from Halo Gear. What else do we have here? I think that's it for the most part. There's a couple cannon fodders. There's a couple of things for Halo Infinite Intel since Season 5 came out. Another community um, corner spotlight. Yeah, lots of stuff. Not going to go into it too much, but there is the first set of Reckoning Intel out on Halo Waypoint if you want to go check it out. And yeah. So that's the Halo content in a nutshell. A very small nutshell. Yes. About a half hour's worth. Anyway. There is way too much content in here to cover it all in in detail. I mean, we could cover it in detail. It just it'll take a long time. And being a new dad and all, I don't exactly have all the free time I used to have to just do a two to three hour podcast anymore. Well, maybe next week we can get a little further into it, provided I can fix my computer. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we also got to get some some guests lined up as well. But anyways, let's look at some of the community content that's come out since then. We've talked a little bit about the Forge Falcons Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. That has been... I think they came out with a version of it before Season 5, and then with Season 5, they just went to town on adding things just with all the new Forge stuff that was dropped in Season 5. And again, people that have played Battle Royale have been reacting very positively to it. So there's definitely something to it. I'm glad for them. I'm looking forward to it. I want to find a lobby where I can actually try it because yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. There's actually like squad modes that you can do so you can choose like how many are in your squad to play with. So there's duos, trios, and quads. Yeah. You can play. They actually have it somehow. I don't, I don't know how they're doing this, but there's ways they actually generate terrain. So it's the map's actually different every time you load up the same map. Like what they've managed to do in this is astounding. And this is just the community making it. This isn't even mm-hmm. the supposed Tatanka, whatever, Halo Infinite. Battle Royale is supposed to be. It's. I want to play it. I, I need to find the lobby to play because I really want to play this. <laughs> the scripting on this must be just insane. It's just an example of how powerful Infinite Forge is. Yeah. For sure. 343, in the next generation of Forge, would you please put in a tra- terrain editor so Duquesne will shut up? <laughs> that'd be nice nothing personal Duquesne but really man 20 years same thing I think he's been spoiled by some other map editors 
Well, he has. And I'm not saying that they don't, that forgers couldn't use it in infinite. It, they definitely could. The way they've done it in this version is the closest they've gotten to a terrain editor so far. Yes. I mean, Halo 5, they started with it because they had it where you could project the floor texture onto terrain pieces. So you could basically merge the terrain in the ground and then the actual mm -hmm. floor texture would just kind of merge onto that, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, truly impressive what they do with Forge. And with this, the scripting, and it's way out of my league. Yeah. So that was something I noticed come out. Uh, Z-Swell, who's a pretty well-known kind of forger game designer type person in the Halo community, has remade the Pillar of Autumn engine in Halo Infinite's Forge, all kind of broken down and damaged, like what you would assume it might actually look like. Mm -hmm. When the pillow rider crashed into the halo ring. So well, we know what it looked like. Cause we were there. Well, yeah, but the way that he made this one, it, it feels a lot more. Oh, this, this is damaged. This is probably what it actually was versus the, a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot less octagons and squares and triangles. <laughs> well, technically more because there's more polys in the forge version here, but yeah. No, I mean actual shapes. Well, yes. So I saw that one. I saw a tweet from Unsorted Guy that was walking around the expanded parts of the chasm map. So they added more to the chasm map that you can make different playable encounters in. I haven't gone cool. into Forge to check out that yet, but it makes me wonder was that there before and it was just walled off? Or. Do they? I feel like they're actually updating the maps season they to could season. Be. And it's just like, nope, we're just going to replace that map file and everything else has just grown and expanded. Like, mm -hmm. what? So that was cool to see. What else have I bookmarked? There is a new update to the Halo 3 Combat Evolved mod. It's nearly done it's using halo 3 and halo 3 odst assets to redo the halo combat evolved campaign and oh my gosh does it look incredible it's it's nearly the entire campaign is done nice that'll be interesting yeah the mod included some of the multiplayer maps before that were from halo ce remade in Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST assets. But yeah. Uh the the campaign for this is is almost nearly done now too. And don't forget Cursed Halo is now even more cursed. Because there's multiplayer. Yes. That was the other thing. That's another thing to bring up. I I I, I will probably reach out to I forget who makes it reach out to them for an interview because yeah, we should probably finish the campaign first and then play some of the multiplayer maps, but I would like to get through that and have him on the podcast because yeah, it's, it's just mayhem. It's like, how, how do you come up with your wacky ideas? Like how, 
how cursed are you to come up with cursed Halo? Yeah, does this stuff like happen to you in real life or what? Something like that. What else was out there? Uh, those are the notable things that I've had opened up in tabs. Anything else you can think of? Anyone else in chat can think of anything else that came up over the last two weeks or so from the community? I'm sure there's plenty. I know there's plenty of for But I can't think there. of any of it. <laughs> Time to go just drown myself in Reddit and Discords and YouTube. Oh, there's another thing I wanted to bring up. Mint Bliss posted a video today or yesterday talking about the gravity hammer and how the gravity effect for all of the hammers has been fixed and how that with how that's been fixed might lead to eventually Griff Ball finally being feasible. Because now the all the gravity hammers actually each one of them has a gravity effect. Yes, I fixed in quotes, pens, yes. But it yeah. makes makes the reality of That's Griff why Ball. I hit the guy three times last night and he still didn't kill him. <laughs> I, I mean, that could be some, something else. User error. I don't know. No. <laughs> so, I don't know if that was a patch or if that was something. Mip Blitz said that it wasn't in the patch notes anywhere. Maybe it was some fix on the back end that they finally just did silently. But a lot of people have been clamoring for Griff Ball. It would be nice after the game being out for two years, right? Yeah. Two years. That we would get Griff Ball back because that was one of the popular game modes next to Big Team and Fiesta for the most part. Yeah. I I don't know what the formula is for the hammers in Infinite because, okay. I get killed from like six blocks away with it. I do the exact same thing and don't even sparkle the Spartan shields. So next time I try, I get a little closer. Still nothing. Next time I try, I could be right on top of the Spartan and nothing. I don't know what it is with me and gravity hammers, but they just (laughs) don't like me. Interesting. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, maybe it's ping-related, server-related? It it must be. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's me, but I just, I cannot, for the life of me, get a kill with a gravity hammer. You definitely have to plan it a little bit ahead with a swing, because it it definitely has a build-up to when it actually hits. Like I said, I have tried it at every possible range. Other people will kill me from across the map, it feels like. It's not really <laughs> that far, but, you know, we're still, you know, we're still talking uh, mid-pistol range. I mean, we're even, well, with the shotguns and in infinite, we're still in shotgun range. Of course, some of those are quite large. Anyway, uh, but they'll kill me, but I can't do the same. It's like they dodge it or something. Hmm. I, I don't know. Fun, fun, fun. Yep. Anything else? I know it's going to be a short podcast tonight. It, it's just news, unfortunately, at this point. We're just getting back into it. Not a lot else at the moment. Baby steps. <laughs> All, All right. right. I think that's it for tonight. Yep. Let's wrap it up. 
we'll be back with hopefully a little bit more normal cadence. For those that are listening to the download version of this, we have moved our podcast recording day and time. Just given the schedule of how things are, doing an 8.30 podcast no longer really works for the Pettigrew household anymore. So we are doing Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We're still kind of lowering down on how often we're doing it just because we don't want to be just strictly doing news all the time. So we're going to take a few steps in the direction of what Forward Under Dawn podcast kind of does and do things when there's actually things to talk about. If there's big news stuff, we'll obviously talk about it. If there's interviews, that'll be a big focus of what we're doing on. If we have topics of discussion, we'll be focusing on some of that as well. Next week might be a little bit of a catch-up on playing the maps, playing the game modes, getting people's opinions about it, getting things that we like about the new stuff, what we dislike about the new stuff. So we do plan on being back next week. Talk about more Season 5 content as we can actually dive into some of the details. Feel free to jump in on Fridays for Frag and Friday. Uh, We might try to, at some point during the middle of the week, or either on Friday, hop specifically into the new stuff to give them a try. And yeah, thanks for sticking around for those that have stuck around for the last two months of us being off. New Kid will kind of do that to the schedule. So thanks, Pence, for. There's been a little rearranging. Just a bit. Yeah. Uh, we might have some format changes to the podcast. We're, we're still working out how things are going to change with the new format and with me having the baby and not being able to do, have as much time to. <laughs> commit to the podcast as much anymore so we'll let you all know as soon as we have changes but for the time being new podcast time saturdays at 8, at 6 30 p.m eastern time gotta start saying 6 30 for <laughs> for that instead of 8 30 and probably reduced amount of episodes but we're still looking to do major topics major news and interviews that's where we're going to try to focus our podcast recordings on and stay tuned for some more Cursed Halo. Yes, we will be back every now and then on Thursdays. We are thinking about keeping the time slot to do things like community mods, like Cursed Halo, community projects, other things. We might try this Halo 3 Combat Evolved mod next. Maybe something else. If there's anything out there that you guys would like to see, let us know. One other final note. The November Black production comes out next week. For those that remember the interview with more shots, that's coming out here very, very soon. So tune in to November Black and check them out next week. And for those that stuck around, thanks for sticking around. We appreciate it. And thanks, GT, for holding down the game nights while I was gone. And looking forward to getting back into the swing of things as, as little as I can at the moment. All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Keep it real, y'all. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fraggin' Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. 
or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks.